Carolina here. Welcome in to the Eric St. Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Uh, from right here in beautiful Hudsonville, Michigan. Boy, how about that burning man? Oh my God. Actually, I don't want to get into that right now. I want to, I want to take, I want to th- work into that a little bit later on. Uh, this is of course a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. It's time to introduce you to up North Brian. Oh boy. Up North and, uh, I'm with charity scam, Mike. Now on this old patch of land where we hang out. Um, no one new has been there uh, on this. It's, it's a two track. I can't even believe that it has a street name. In fact, it didn't for a, a, a long amount of time. It was just like a private drive uh, for people who, you know, one guy lived there. Tom Mastage was the guy's name. Uh, and then he actually petitioned to get the road named. Like, to give it a name. It's a fucking path. Uh, he named it after himself. Basically, he lives on it and... And me, or before that, my dad. A couple other people did in the way back in the day, uh, just visited up there, but no one else. This is a ridiculous wilderness. The only reason why there's power there at our place is because my dad actually said, hey, I, could you install a power line? Thank God he did, you know? I noticed that across the uh, way of this two-track road, um, there is uh, a new uh, a new relative or a new a new rel- a new uh, resident there. So you know, I kind of want to say hi to people. I usually do that, but uh, the rule is, at least my rule of thumb, is if it says "Don't trespass." That means don't trespass. So if I happen to be driving by on the two track and I see somebody back there, I'm like, hello, how are you? Hey, hello there. I'm Eric. Good to meet you. So I was uh, riding out of the property with charity scam Mike. And I see this guy and uh, he's working. And that's exactly what I did. Dude walks up and you can just tell that this guy is from the hills. I mean, I say that uh, figuratively because he's actually from an area south of Detroit, closer to Ohio than uh, Michigan. Uh, But he looks kind of like the missing link, you know, Um, big as a house. And he comes up and uh, he kind of has a cautious look on his face. And uh, Mike and I uh, don't look anything like him. We actually look like different species. And, uh, you know, he's got that, uh, you know, that, fucking former zaniac look about him but i'm like you know we got to make friends with this guy we might need him one day 
introduce ourselves. We thought we might have to grunt to communicate at first, uh, but he does actually speak the language. And then he shakes Mike's hand, and I notice Mike kind of goes, like something something happened at that point. And then I found out what, because I shook his hand. And it's a it's dude who brings you to your knees with the handshake guy. And I ended up shaking his hand more than once in the day. And um, I think that's just his normal handshake. Any Anything uh, more than firm is kind of fucked up. You don't want to squeeze something. I've got this little, this little kid hand, you know. I'm a little buddy. And this giant man, my, my hand just uh, it, it disappears in his mitt. Uh, calls over his kid, calls over his wife. They, they looked like they were being held against their will. Mike and I introduce ourselves, little chit chat. We can tell that there was something was going on there in this guy's brain. We leave, we continue on into town to whatever, go get a something to eat or well, I don't know. And we're like, oh my God, what the hell? Jesus, those teeth, those ears, those eyes, they were just dogging the guy. It's horrible. And then the crazy, this is, in my opinion, the craziest part. First of all, Mike blames me. All right. He blames your old pal EZ as to why what happened happened. Now, I want you to pay attention to the story and then you tell me what you think. Who's the problem? First of all, I don't know who the guy is. I stop, introduce myself. Mike and I both go, oh boy, let's, let's steer clear, you know? Later on in the evening, Mike is, uh, is making food and he's uh, got some uh, venison backstraps. And uh, it, was, it was fantastic. It tasted so good. It was just uh, just amazing food. And uh, he's finishing it up. We're, we're all done eating. And we probably got uh, enough to feed one or two people left. And he goes, hey, let's go give this to Brian. Brian, because Brian's big deer hunter. He's talking, well, hell, he, as soon as we get there, he's bragging about uh, you know, the deer he got this past year and, you know, on, on the property there. And uh, somebody goes, let's go give this to Brian. And I, now at the time, I thought it to myself, but I kept quiet. I thought to myself, you know, this could, I mean, do, do we really want to hitch our wagon to this? I mean, I've gone down this road before uh, with with dirt people. When you, you know, it's the old, do we really want to engage on a level like that? Because that might open the door to more engagement. And uh, that's that might not be great. I didn't say, I didn't act on it. I just kept it to myself. We uh, wrap up the food, tinfoil. Walk over there. Uh, Mrs. Brian, we actually went on the property this time. I was a little concerned about that, but we knocked and, uh, Mrs. Brian answers the door and we give our peace offering. Uh, fast forward. Hour and a half later, 
because he was out in the woods gnawing on trees or something. I don't know. Uh, we hear a vehicle coming down the drive, sputtering, backfiring, exploding. Nick right away says, never make friends with neighbors. Just stay cordial. There's Brian on his uh, four-wheeler, his ATV. And uh, right away, we're like, hmm. I get up. I greet him. Welcome. How you doing? This is uh, my wife. This is uh, Mike's wife. This is my dad. This is my stepmom. Everybody, this is Brian. Uh, he immediately cracks a beer. And just starts pounding it. Well, hey, let me back up. Uh, we were, um, when we were at his place, we got into a topic about going into town and getting some beer or something like that. And, and uh, he goes, I got my beer. I already got my beer. We go, oh yeah. Hey, well, you know, if we see you stumbling around and you know, he doesn't roll with the joke. He kind of goes, no way, man. No way. I can drink so much and have no problem. And we're like, yeah, it's a joke, dude. Um, I have never witnessed a human consume two beers faster in my entire life. I, and okay. So I'll pay attention if he gets the first one down in record time and then immediately sets it down the can and, and cracks another one and just continues to just, just, Pump it. Um, and I'm like, God damn it. Please don't drink another one. Let's get out of this. Uh, he, he starts, uh, he starts talking and, uh, he, he's dominating the conversation. He's, he's just a, he's a, he's an all-star, uh, a conversation dominator. Um, and uh, so this this goes on, and it, and I can see Mike's patience is is wearing so thin. Okay, the guy is actually behind Mike. We're all around the fire, and he's actually behind Mike. I could sense that in in just about thirty seconds, Mike is fed up and doesn't even turn around to have a conversation with him. Mike just keeps his back to him, and I'm like, well, you know, fuck, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta finesse this, you know, and. uh I, I ask him a couple of questions because it would have been so awkward. So I have to kind of like keep the conversation moving. Right. We have, we have no shared common interest, uh, that, that I know of. And, and I, and I'm, uh, uh, dealing with Mike here now and I'm fucking like, now I, is Mike mad at me or is he mad at dude? And I'm like, well, I, I don't think he can be either at this point from the standpoint of dude, he is coming by uh, to say hello and thank you for the food. So I have no problem with that. We brought him the food. Fast forward after he left, and I'll get to more about why this was crazy. And <laughs> Mike goes, God damn it. We fed a cat. <laughs> and I go, yes, we did. You should have thought about that before you volunteered to take the fucking venison over to him. 
uh, <laughs> he, uh, he's, he's okay. He's extremely, a, he's not a listener. You know, this guy He's definitely not the brightest bulb. And, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of asking the simple questions behaving. I'm trying to be polite. You never know when you're going to need somebody like this, you know? Fuck, if we need some uh, giant old growth trees uprooted, he could just grab them with his fucking hands and pull them out of the ground with his mitts. And uh, I'm asking some uh, simple stuff. And I noticed that it's not a conversation. It, you know, no matter what he says, if you want to, oh yeah, well, it's, it's, it's all him talking. He's just flapping his gums. You ever get in the presence of somebody like that? Who, uh, it's, it's just ridiculously one-sided because you can't really get in a word edgewise and that's no fun. And Mike senses that and he's frustrated and not that he would have engaged this guy in any way. And, uh, he, the dude was, he, his face really lit up when, um, I, I asked him about getting the property. He's been there for a year and a half. He's got like two and a half acres. And I had said to him, I go, so, uh, how excited were you when you got the property? I mean, that's, that's pretty cool that you and your family have a, have your getaway spot. And, uh, all I remember is he kept saying um, how much money he had when he bought it. And he kept saying, cash in hand, cash in hand. And he does talk like that. I went there, cash in hand. I'm just going to say any number, $12,500, cold, hard, Greenbacks, cash, cold, hard, moolah, dinero, cash. And like, like that's has any more value than whatever currency, uh, whatever you can use in the world to buy anything. Ah, uh, Maureen says that uh, BRB. Checking the listener list to see if anyone with that handle up north Brian is listening. Tyler says, well, if it's cold, hard cash, it's worth twice as much. I went over there, cash in hand, $12,500. And I walked around. And he's actually doing a lot of this acting like you see me doing. He's actually doing that. But he's not looking at us. He's being very animated in his storytelling about when he purchased the property. I went in and I looked. And I called a realtor. And I said, hey, I'm ready to make an offer. Uh, and she told me. And whatever he said. And he goes, so I said, I got cash, cash in hand, $12,500 of cash. 
And he's doing that. And there's those long pauses in between these. And we're all just looking around. And then I'm not kidding you. Uh, I'm running out of things to talk about with him. And all I'm trying to do is buy time in a, at a, uh, and, and hope that enough time will pass and he'll feel the desire to leave. I will give the, him this credit. He left at an appropriate amount of time. I asked him about his four-wheeler. Everything's a deal. Everything's a bargain. I got that from my cousin for $700. And uh, I go, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a great deal up north, Brian. Took a little work. Nothing I can't handle, though. He's got a big, he's, uh, he's all about um, talking about himself, you know, and I, and I, and I, and I felt a little bad for him because I, I have a, a feeling he's, you know, maybe he has to work very hard for what he, what he has. And so he's kind of like, I, I got the feeling trying to impress. So I was like, Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Wow. Holy, what a deal. All I had to do was get my uncle and we rebuilt the motor. And everything is real. Like I should be impressed like that. And I'm like, Oh my God. Wow. Um, you know, I wish I had skills like that. And you know, uh, and, uh, yeah. So, and then, so I'm trying to like, uh, you know, whatever, continue to move the conversation, maybe an anecdote, uh, who knows? And he goes, we had to lower and he's describing the, uh, the repair and we're lowering the piston. And then all oh, we put it all back together and he has this look in his face like i should be impressed and i'm like wow oh wow and mike is just like hand on his face he's just shocked so at this point i had to go chase the dog or something like that and then uh um the old trailer of ours is behind the rv you cannot see it and I like, you know what? I will give the rest of the party by the fire a break and say, "Hey Brian, what if you want this is that trailer I was, I was telling them about?" I go, "It's a really old trailer, it's fantastic." I go, "Yeah, buddy, let me uh watch here. I'll give you the penny tour." Lead him in there and and uh I showed him around. I go, "Yeah, this is uh this is it. It's uh it's in you know, 1950s, this is early 1950s and so uh uh, God knows what conversation is going on over there. But uh, wasn't much longer after that. He said, well, I best be going. And uh, makes that face and, uh, you know. There, there's a lot of other shit that he uh, said that was, it's it's almost like I need um, to get footage of this guy. Sounds like another podcast series to add to the Patreon. The Up North with Up North with Brian and Zane. <laughs> you should have told him. Brian, I walked into McDonald's yesterday, cash in hand, and told them to give me a Big Mac, Big Mac had them throw in some fries for $7. Nothing I can't handle. Okay, he then... 
gets in the, uh, and every time this guy is on the uh, four-wheeler, he'll be riding it, and then when he lets off the gas, it will backfire. So you you can, if you, if you didn't hear the motor, you're going to hear the backfire as he's getting closer. Uh, later in the weekend, he went driving by and was going down the road to the old ladies to visit her and say hi to her. He's, he's actually uh, uh, sweet-hearted, okay? You ever run into the guy who is... Um, he's got a good heart. A um, little dumb. Likes to brag about the meager things that he has. So I'm just letting him shoot a shot. And I'm, I'm laughing because Mike is just crawling out of his skin with this guy. Uh, Maureen's a sweethearted but annoying as fuck. Oh, absolutely. Beyond annoying. I mean, he's like, this is proof to me that there is someone for everyone on the planet. Uh, Tyler says, I've got a solution for you. Start talking about how you love the COVID vaccine and he will never go near your property again. Oh yeah, probably. But I think he would want to further that discussion and we just can't risk that. Um, as he's getting ready to leave, he hops on and uh, he he dry, starts driving. And well, actually, before he left, I go. He goes, "Well, I, well, I best be going." And I go, "All right, hey Brian." Uh, he goes, "Thanks, thanks for the meat." I go, "No, we go, no problem." And I shake his hand. He almost brings me to my knees again. And at, then he gets on and turns that thing around, and he is driving. And I'm not kidding you. And oh, and I said one more thing. I said. Brian, don't be a stranger. <laughs> and this is where it gets even more fucked. Because as he's rolling away, Mike goes, dude, what the fuck? That's what he said. We fed a cat. And he goes, don't be a stranger. Yes. Be a stranger as he's, he's not even, he's with an earshot, but this uh, four wheel of putt, 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 bang, putt, 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 bang. It's just, you know, rambling, rumbling down the road out of here. Oh no. And he immediately, he goes, what the, f-? and he's pissed. He goes, what the fuck, man? I go, what do you mean? What the fuck? You can't invite him. You're giving him a tour. You're saying, uh, don't be a stranger. I go, fuck face. You brought him a meal. And he goes, yeah, but you stopped and said hello to him. I go, well, hold on a second, dick face. When I stopped and said hello to him, did I know he was an idiot? No. I had no idea. I just had, he might be the greatest guy in the world. He probably still is the greatest guy in the world. He's just too much. He's really, really fucked up. There's no, there's no question, but I didn't know that you knowing how he is fed him. That is not my fault. He, all he did was said, Hey, hi, thank you for the food. This is, uh, by the way, when I'm doing these impressions, they're kind of silent. So 
this is a good good reason to be watching the show. Not that this is incredibly funny when I do the impression of it, but it, it's actually like that. Mike started it. You finished it. Both at fault. Oh, wait a minute. So a man comes on my property. I'm supposed to be rude to him. The only reason why he's there is because Mike said, feed him. Now, you know what? I can't take, I can't give all of the blame. Um, because I could have said when Mike was preparing the venison, you know, let's think about this. And I did think about it, but I didn't voice it. I should have said something. I should have said, Hey, maybe we don't, maybe we just keep it at a wave from the road. Okay. Maybe we just do that, but I didn't. So I would say he's 51% on the food. I'm 49% on the food. And then I was, uh, I guess too affable to him, too gregarious. I, uh, by, by saying what I said is, is, is that right? I don't know. But then as it would stand later on in the, uh, in the weekend, he, like I said, he went driving by up to Kathy's place and, and we're like, Oh, everybody hide, hide. We were all scurrying out of the way of false alarm. He's not coming. Hurricane Brian's not coming. Oh man. So then, um, while Mike was yelling, um, I think it was Elizabeth or Joanne took the opportunity to say, yeah, he invited him, invited him back for dinner yesterday. And Mike's jaw drops or he said, I'm, that isn't what she said. She said he had Eric invited him uh, back for dinner tomorrow. Not yesterday. It doesn't make any sense. Um, and I, I go and he goes, what? I go, yeah. It, and we have to help him. He's got to move some logs. We got to help him. And he was mortified. He was so fucked up. Oh my God. And uh, I I hung on to that joke for as long as I could. And then I finally said, I, I, I can't. Uh, no. Come on, you idiot. Oh man. That was something. He, uh, I, I like what Nick says. Um, uh, and I, I might even have read it, made the comment about, uh, uh, you know, just, just keep it at a cordial wave. You don't need to, you know, you don't need to get too involved with the neighbors. Just, just like polite. Maybe we just look out for each other to some degree. Never make friends with neighbors. Stay cordial. I, you know what? And I've always done that. I did that with uh, Bosco up the road. Hi, Bosco. Hello. I did that um, with Kathy, the other side. And this guy, now we're like friends for life. Oh, no. Uh, Aram says, just tuned in. Would the NFK be able to absorb this guy's conversation? I think so. He does a fairly good job. I think uh, Kevin 
um, outside of the ticks and the uh, uh, Aspergerius, whatever it is, uh, he he would be he'd be polite to him. But my God, that took a toll on everybody's brain. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for enjoying the show, getting the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, but you only get the first handful of minutes. The rest of it is on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Go there, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live, or download the Twitch app. That's what most people do. And then search Eric Zane live, all one word, and you are in business. Uh, Do that and enjoy the show on Twitch. Because for the rest of you folks on Facebook, YouTube, and X, I guess, I just can't get behind that. Uh, I'm about to kick you out. There's also the audio podcast you can download whenever uh, from any one of the platforms that I am on, and I'm on all of them. Thank you so much. I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, just a handful of days away from the Fat Fox Summit. Talk about that in a bit. Uh, thank you so much for following the show. Uh, Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. X brought to you by uh, Blue Frost IT. You know, I'm just going to warn you. Uh, I do not feel great right now. I just had a... Uh, you no, know, it's weird. Um uh, this feeling of like low blood sugar. So I want you to hold right there because I need some fuel. I should have done this before the show started, but I, I don't feel great as I'm sitting here and I'm afraid my concentration will lapse because of it. So there is a medical timeout on the floor and I will be right back. Don't go anywhere because I cannot wait to talk with you about the fat fuck summit uh, with Jamingo. This is a bad feeling, I'm telling you. Um, Described to me as when your blood sugar dips, your system is flooded with glucagon and adrenaline to create uh, sugar from fat. And the side effects of those hormones that spike is the feeling that I just had, which I hate. It's, oh man, it is not fun at all. And uh, seated right here, finishing up that story, it's like, I'm not going to be able to concentrate. I'm not going to be able to finish this show if I don't take care of this now. Two cheese sticks, one yogurt, and some lemonade. little protein with the sugar, Sugar goes up, stays up. If it was just the sugar, it then goes down. It spikes and then comes down. The way it was described to me by my doc was, yeah, the the, the, the sugar in what you're eating, like what I just ate, brings it up, and then the protein keeps it up. All right, I can do that. Uh, glucagon, that sounds like a, a, a weight loss technique. No, it's a hormone. My God. Uh, all right. Uh, that has something to do with diet. And uh, you're probably like, easy, you know, 
you were um, feeling better about yourself by the end of last week with the amount of what you were eating and how you were moving. And I didn't really close any of my fitness rings when I was up north. Though I did do a lot of work. I was chopping down trees. I was hauling logs. I was busting my ass. And I, you know, surprisingly, I behaved. I behaved. Um, and, you know, at the appropriate times I would eat, but I didn't overeat. And, but I did, I did, uh, enjoy, a l- I mean, I had one s'more. I had a freaking s'more at all that time, just one. And then I had an ice cream cone and then another ice cream cone, separate days. That was it. Everything else by the book. Now, sure. There was hamburgers and shit like that, but I wasn't looking to suddenly lose all this weight when I was, cause again, calories don't count up there. Um, as of this morning, 184.4. The high was 186.4. Hang on. I got to drink this. I'm telling you, it's lemonade. The dull lemonade. If you like sweet, country time is not as sweet. So, all right, uh, back at it today. I just walked downstairs and, uh, I see the NFK and he's wondering why I'm there. I go, yeah, feeling a little peckish. Got to get a snack. Do you? Yes, I do. Drives me nuts. Um, all right. The fat fuck summit comes up on September 12th. As you know, Jamingo, I gave you the, uh, the breakdown where he said, Oh man, we would do a great show together or it would be entertaining. I go, yeah, you know, great. I think, I think we would. In fact, we will, when the dust settles from this latest, uh, fiasco then he goes on his show and says someone i think it was chris said hey you're gonna be on the easy show he goes i i will not do that i no, i'm not doing that because you know i'd get him canceled that's the equivalent of i could say something <laughs> but i won't like what? What do you mean you can get me canceled? Are you just gonna go out there and start shouting the N word? I mean, what what can you possibly say that would get me canceled? I don't um I don't know why. I unblock John and then every time he tries to weigh in, I have to unblock his message. So I'm doing something wrong. But anyway, there he is. He says, remember, you asked for this. I asked for it. What are you talking about? Asked for what? I didn't ask for anything. You're the one who said to me one thing. We would do a great show together. That's what started this. So what do you mean I asked for it? Are you suggesting that I've been, I've been begging you to get on this show? 
John, get on the show. I don't know the fuck he's talking about. You will see. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. John's got an ace in his... He's got an ace up his sleeve. Look out. Here comes the big grizzly bear. Uh-oh. Is that going to be like Andrea's big uh, uh, Perry Mason moment? What time did you call 911? So anyway, um, then John goes on a show and and does this silly, uh, I'm going to get him canceled, which I I, I cannot wait to ask him about that. Well, what did you mean? Um, And then that leads to uh, me. It was so simple because... Once I, once he said that, all I had to do was say, Hey, come on my show. And he goes, okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, um, that is happening on September 12th, the fat fuck summit, uh, up North. Justin is checking in, uh, much different than up North. Brian. Okay. Up North, Justin, you must go back and listen to what happened with Up with up North, Brian. Uh, John then writes, Yeah, but I, <laughs> I never backed down from anyone. Ooh. So uh, all people have to do is just say something and you'll do it because you, you don't back down. I want you to talk about the, when you guys were talking about uh, the stupid uh, uh, sound of music movie or whatever the fuck it is. And you idiots were sitting there saying, why would anybody be against child uh, uh, stopping child trafficking? Eight million children are abducted every year in child trafficking or some ridiculous statistic like that. And, and you weren't even close to being right. Oh, my God. I think in the, uh, in the United States each year, like 400,000 children go missing. Uh, most of them by their parents, you dumb shit. God, this is going to be great. I cannot wait for the fat fuck summit. So John, then after that, uh, the latest beat up, uh, he then wanders over to, my discord or the discord Corey's discord which you know i mean come on uh there's there's not a ton of people on it and i i I don't i don't i'm not belittling the folks on discord i just i sometimes it's a challenge for me to tell everybody to go to this place and contribute and be a contributor and then go to this place to talk about the show so i don't really mention the discord that much and there's about 50 people that are on it john goes to the discord and uh this is what this is what went down lies eric has told i say the n word on my show i've never said the n word on the show well i mean we'd have to go back and listen to your shows 
in order to be, for that to be, I mean, that, that's something we would really have to, if you really want to prove it, you would have to go back and, but I, I think you delete your shows. Isn't that what you do? I'm pretty sure that if you were to go to the, uh, uh, boomer bunker and look at it, you, you would see that like that it's that's happened where the shows aren't there anymore. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I know, uh, he, that's happened recently where he's had to delete the shows. I'm like, what, what is going on there? So all I know is when I've listened to that show or watched it, I've heard the N word. Uh, John does something where when he wants to say the N word, like actually to say it, he, he will not say it and then hit the bleep button. There's like a beep and he'll do that, um, from time to time on his show. And in addition to that, they play drops on the show that have the N word. So I guess I can't say whether John, John himself says it or doesn't say it. John says he does. He has never said that, but we can't really verify that now. Can we, because you've deleted all your shows. Uh, I have heard, I haven't heard you say it when I've, uh, watched per se, but, uh, I don't know if it really matters. Uh, most people are aware that this is a, these are a bunch of, that's why we call it the bigot bunker. You know, I mean, my God, who, who goes out of their way to try to bleep themselves to make it seem like they're saying the N word. I mean, holy shit. I can just imagine if you have like uh, grandkids or something like that, or little ones who, who want to see what uh, great grandpappy does and them going, God damn. Now maybe they're as fucked up as you are. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, John says Twitch deletes the shows, but all of them are there. Uh, are there of them as an, well, why, what do you mean? Twitch, Twitch deletes the shows. They don't delete my shows. Why do your shows get deleted? I I've never had a show. I have, I've never had a show deleted. That's that. You see, this is why talking to you is going to be so much fun because one bit of ridiculousness is going to lead to more. It's I'm excited to bring you in here and watch you talk yourself into a corner. If someone else says it, I don't say so the N word is on your show. You're saying it. I don't know, John. All I know is that if you listen to my show outside of maybe like, uh, the Montgomery brawl, uh, you're, you're not going to hear the N word on the Eric Zane show podcast. Uh, I, I think though on a regular basis, you will hear it on the boomer bunker. So you, you can kind of split hairs on this deal all you want. All I know is that you're sitting there acting like you're not saying the N word by bleeping it out when you want to. I mean, that's embarrassing. Uh, John says there was only 
one Zane Crow at Mike's party. Well, I mean, let's let's start with first of all, I wasn't there, you weren't there, and and that's uh, amazing to me. I don't know why you weren't there. You should have been there. Do you realize it would have been incredible if you walked in? Uh, I'm surprised they didn't have it set up there like the fucking Burning Man, which, how about that story? Oh, my God. That traffic jam out of there now? Intense. That would have been something. They actually have an Eric Zane Show podcast Burning Man celebration. That's what I expect the next time. John's of the um, opinion that, um, well, look, even if there was only one, if there was one Zane Crow that's okay. Look, all I know is that all those people hate me. Unless you're telling me now that they like me, which could very well happen in your world. Uh, they get together for an I Hate Eric Zane Show podcast party. There's scarecrows on the, on the grounds based on the pictures I saw, which Mike sent to uh, Bob on your show so that he would tell everybody about it. Mike doesn't have a platform, so he shared it with Bob to put it up, and he did. And then John says, oh, yeah, I had no, or Bob, wait, wait, you know, uh, Pellerito says, I had no idea they were even on. I didn't know he was going to share them. I just, I just happened to give it to him while he was live. Yeah, which it doesn't matter to me. I don't give a shit. This is fantastic. I love that these psychopaths are so obsessed. It's amazing. You can't write this. They made scarecrows of me. Then, after they pass around my bobblehead, and then probably stick the bobblehead in each other for the group sex event after, you, you knew that, right? You knew about the group sex? Have they, have they invited you in yet for the group sex? Uh, Pellerito makes this stupid fucking video, which looks like the type of video that you might see to promote like a homeless shelter to get people to give money to it. Like this is what guiding light is doing to the community. And all these disgusting people are gathered around with toothless smiles, ah, 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 eating God damn. And at the start of that fucking video, he has a clip of me. Oh Yeah. Why, why would I think that they're doing anything, uh, a party that centers around the hatred of me? I, I have no idea why I would think that, you asshole. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> and John says, it wasn't an I hate Zane party. Again, I know these people, you don't. You have no idea who these people are and what they're capable of. And you weren't even there. It was just friends who met because of the show and they remain friends slash sex partners. Then he says, also, I never said or did anything to justify banning me from the chat. Well, I, I don't know. How could you decide what I'm justifying? If I ban someone from the chat and they say, hey, you're not justified. I say, well, don't tell me how to think. If I want to ban somebody, 
and I have a justification for it, I don't have to tell you what that justification is. Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't have to have any justification. I can just ban you. Who gives a fuck? And you can just ban me. And what are you bitching about? You're there. Quit crying, you goddamn sissy. Uh, he says, even when the others stopped listening, I would come and chat. You call it chat. You're a fucking pain in the ass. That's what you are. One day I showed up and was banned, so I stopped listening. <laughs> you don't seem so tough. You always sell yourself as, it's coming. Here comes the big grizzly bear. Rawr! I'm John Domingo. I'm a grizzly bear. I'm going to get you canceled. Rawr! What the fuck? Have you lost your mind? You wait until the 12th, Eric Zane. <laughs> we will see oh that's awesome uh let's see linda says remember they all moved on the opinions of dirt people don't matter and they and they don't oh god what a what a pack Amanda says, Mike does have a platform. He has a public YouTube page. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, John says, one Zane Crow. Maybe there was. Okay, let, let's just say this. If I thought there was more than one Zane Crow, does it really matter? Does it really matter? So there, there, there isn't one lie there. Based on the information I had, that's all true. I, I, I think you need to focus more on the N-word thing on your show, John. I really do. You know, all of this is uh, is fun and games, but you guys look like fucking lunatics over there. This is why you will only have uh, that bunch of people listening to your show. That's it. And, it, you know, in a day and an age when um, there's a whole faction of people, I don't know how you're, you're actually not bigger, your show. Because there's so many people in the world now that have come out from the shadows, especially in the U.S., who love to say the N-word. I'm surprised you're not bigger. You know? So, you're the only guy, a right-wing talk show nut, um, who can actually have that small of an audience. I mean, seriously, it's fucking horrible not that i can talk i've got a rather small audience to begin with too but jesus christ hey what's up it's your pal easy with another amazing partner for the eric zane show podcast the eufy video lock oh my gosh smart lock 2k cam and doorbell three in one triple security you got everything in one device all right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay, and that app, and oh my God, 
This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap. Okay, you can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock Linda says, we have all enjoyed Zaniac free time periods. And something else, John. When are you going to approach... Uh, John says his audience is growing. I believe it. I believe it is. When are you going to publicly apologize for attacking Stevie out of the blue like that? You, you said to me in that text, how much you regret that, but I'm wondering if you've ever acted upon that and uh, and told her that you had fucked up. You have a perfect opportunity right now to do it because I know you're listening. Um, you probably should. He says on the 12th he's going to do it. Okay. All right. Well, I'll give you benefit of the doubt. Damn, that lemonade's good. Uh, all right. That's enough. That is, uh, that is it. Looking forward to the fat fuck summit coming on the 12th. I'm starting to think that I'm going to, um, uh, let's see. Corey says, wait, why do you need to wait to give an apology? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be on Patreon. So I don't know why you. There's going to be far few people watching it then than there will be here. I don't have a problem to admit when I'm wrong, unlike you. John, what's interesting about this is you literally only have one side of what happened in whatever it is you're mad about. And you have the side of these morons who you love. You've never, you've never called me. You've never talked to me. Uh, that that's one of the things I've never understood because I, I I never really did anything to you. I don't I don't understand why you would suddenly just side with someone uh, ba- based on what they said. Uh, Corey says, John, those people are bottom feeding trash people. And another thing, when are you going to address that you have a prominent Stafford Township Republican councilman? the wife of a prominent Stafford Township, New Jersey councilman 
uh, on your show. I, I, I cannot wait to pick your brain about all of the fucking um, things that could happen if people find out about that. Are you guys understanding that, that, that she is putting her husband in great jeopardy by actually doing a show with uh, uh, such a racist bent to it the way you, you guys do? I mean, it's, it's, you guys are horrible. See, John says, I called and left you a voicemail. You didn't return my call. I, I know nothing of this. Let's, uh, let's see. Oops. Sorry, I just called you. That's John's message. On August 31, another lie. That's the message. It's just noise. You didn't leave me a message. Did you fuck it up, you dumb shit? I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I don't know whether you're coming or going. You'll see. Seven more days. The grizzly bear is going to rear up on Patreon. Rawr! I'm going to, I'm going to tear him a new one. All right. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You can get it for free. And check it out for yourself coming up on the 12th with a free Patreon membership. All former Zaniacs are not blocked. They can sign up for free and enjoy the show. All right. You can sign up for free former Zaniacs and then cancel it. If you want, I don't care. People are like, why are you put it on Patreon? It's like, it's free. You assholes. God damn. That's the only way to do this. You can get it live. For the Fat Fuck Summit. Uh, I I also offered to John to spread the word amongst all of his fuckface audience members. Say, John, if I will take them all on, you and any one of them against me, to to participate on the Zoom, they can say whatever the fuck they want. All right? Um, so if you can spread the word amongst those pieces of shit, they are welcome to come on and ask me anything that they want. Let me know and I will uh, add them to the, um, uh, invite list and I will send them along. Uh, maybe you can get lonely Nick on here. Maybe you can get the Schaefer's. Um, if Andrea can sober up, Mitch says, wait, she is the wife of a New Jersey political figure. Yes. The uh, Kate, Kate Creer from the free, uh, who listened to us for years. The, the, the Duchess, her husband is a Republican councilman 
in Stafford Township, New Jersey. Can you imagine if the constituents were like, Jesus Christ, this guy who's the leader of in our community, the wife of this guy is on a show where where, where he, he the, the guy's hitting the bleep button every time he wants to say uh, the N-word. And they're and they're playing drops that have the N-word on it. Oh my God. What a fucking catastrophe. Uh Corey says, unless they're all racist trash people also. Her husband was one of this pack of people during the um um uh what do you call it? The election where um, they formed a pack of like Ottawa County impact people and then took over that same exact way. John says, I will also address you doxing. What, what do you mean doxing? Everybody knows who she is. What? Everybody knows where I live. Who gives a fuck? I didn't do- That's not doxing you fucking idiot. Do you know what doxing is? Look it up. You fat fuck. I I, I think you got to look up what that actually means, John. Oh, fuck. It doesn't matter. Everybody says John doesn't know what doxing is. <laughs> I know. John, John is an idiot. You're talking about her husband. Who gives a fuck? So what? I didn't make him to be the fucking... Uh, uh, a politician that he is. This would be no problem, asshole, if you didn't go on there and say the N-word regularly. The action of process, this is the definition, fat fuck. The action of process of searching for and publishing private or identifying information about a particular individual on the internet, typically with malicious intent. Two websites that were previously blocked for doxing made a brief reappearance online. That's stupid. Talking about a public figure is not doxing, Corey says. I think you gotta I think you gotta reassess your uh definition of doxing, John. So are you telling me that if uh fucking Joe Biden's wife does a podcast? And, um, and, and starts talking shit like the way you do that. No one, she, no, well, actually this is a bad example. Everybody knows who the fuck she is. Doxing would be giving an address, phone number, et cetera, John. And look, if you're just going to go ahead and say to me on my show, eh, it's doxing, it's doxing, it's doxing. And actually not give me a reason why based on fact. Well, then that's pointless. I'm not even going to engage you on that. Who gives a fuck? Maybe that stupid bitch should think about being on a show with a racist fuck like you, you fucking dummy. All right. Grizzly bear! Rawr! He's not going to get it. John, if you're not a racist, why are you doing all the things that I already pointed out today? Those are racist things, John. Thus racist. Race, racist grizzly bear. Arr! Jesus, this is going to be great. All right. 
Thank you for being here, John. I, uh, I'm, I'm glad you're in the audience. So anyway, uh, those were John's three big lies. Notice he didn't mention anything that that stupid idiot Andrea said. Oh yeah, you didn't call nine one one. I absolutely called nine one one. You stupid moron. Okay, John, we've got it. We've got our three big lies. You got a you got another ace in the hole, grizzly bear. Jesus. All right. Aram says, John is taking a beating. I hope he doesn't chicken out. Well, he'll give me a beating back, you know, on his show. And, um, and you know, I'm expecting that Kate, uh, Paul Creer's wife is going to probably not be happy with John. And by the way, one more thing. When you guys were talking about uh, my daughter being gay, you said, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it, and which is appropriate. I, I don't mind that. But I guess my question is, what is there to talk about? What are you going to do? Point and laugh and say, aha, you're gay. Rawr. And you said, yeah, Eric, Eric throws it out there. I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, I know. That that's the point. It's she wanted to talk about. It. I said, well, you know, if you put it out there, people are going to discuss this. And she goes, yeah, I want people to discuss it. I'm uh, I I, I want to help the next person who's uh, fucking locked away in a closet. Yeah, all right, hey, that sounds good. That's something I can get behind. Uh, but what I'm curious about you is what exactly is a jumping off point for you? What I mean, what do you what? question do you have I, I i can answer whatever you want i'm guessing you don't like gays you know i've also heard the way you guys talk about dylan mulvaney holy shit god damn if there's a a, a a a rainbow coalition in stafford township new jersey you guys are fucked she is fucked. He is fucked. Son of a bitch. All right. So I think one of the things we'll um we'll get into quite a bit though is John John's definition of doxing. I love that. It's it's actually the most not doxing at all. Just because you point out someone's connection to someone, that's not doxing, idiot. God damn it. So I guess we'll just scream at each other and say, I'll say, no, it's not doxing. And he'll say, yeah, it is. All right. Now on to making money. Uh, Patreon is where you will be able to find the fat fuck summit. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up free for seven days. Otherwise you won't be able to see it or hear it. A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. The immortal Joe Martinez. He wants to uh, check out your AC or your furnace for you. We're in that weird part of the year. We're getting winding down the cooling season, though today it'll be 90. Yikes. 616-516-8579. If you have an issue that you need taken care of, that is a uh, 
pretty fine piece of equipment, the AC. And if it's just the smallest thing goes wrong with it, that can be a problem. 616-516-8579. Furnace, the same thing. These need to be checked once a year. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Ladies and gentlemen, the final race of the season at Berlin Raceway is coming up Saturday. That is the Cole Lutz 500. It's not really a 500, uh, but Cole Lutz will be the uh, the honorary member of the audience. Uh, that is our old pal Freebeer's new wife's ex-husband. He will be sitting with me in the stands with his friends and family, uh, honored throughout the race for persevering, uh, interacting with the Burn King. Uh, it's kind of like the way the community is reaching out to help him during this difficult time of having to actually see that fucker's face. Berlinraceway.com if you want tickets. Buy them for 14 bucks a pop. Parking is free. 15 and under free, as always. There's a fantastic bar that you hang out uh, at before and after the race. There's a band playing. It's so much fun. Uh, you can bring in a cooler with all your snacks as well. Berlinraceway.com. Get tickets and sit with Cole and myself, Sarah Rukrugrush, Queen of the Forest. Uh, I got to ask Ben Glaze if he's going and anybody else. I am also in honor of the Fat Fuck Summit. All former Zaniacs will get free tickets if they send me a video of them. Um, putting a uh, fake dick on one of the scarecrows and sucking me off. If you can do that um, on there and send it my way, then you will get free tickets. Berlinraceway.com for yours. Um, Concerning John. Corey says, you can't have a serious conversation with someone when they operate on a completely uh, different base of facts. There you go. John says, Dylan woman-faced Mulvaney. John is has a problem with Dylan Mulvaney because she still looks like a man. You saying that right there is absolutely what I've stressed about you for a long time. You have no tolerance for a person going through that. None. All you do is insult them. The world has changed, John, and you're still stuck in that old school way. I happen to think that, I mean, you can have your opinion about it. I think she's quite cute. If she was actually went through and got a, got a vagina, I would actually have sex with Dylan Mulvaney. If she looked a little older, a little older. John says Dylan is a gay grifter. You see how easy it is to get me or to get him to show you what he's all about. Does anybody else see how simple that is? <laughs> it's not hard, John. You basically talk yourself into this, into this world. <clears throat> That's awesome.
Corey says, kind of sad that Eric is the one looking like the liberal here. Yeah, everybody always calls me a libtard and a liberal. It's like, God damn it, I am anything but. John says, I can't wait until the 12th. I can't either. It's going to be a good time on Patreon, John. I appreciate you. Uh, you know, I mean, after I, I was, I so twisted your arm when you said you didn't want to get me canceled. And all I had to say was you're on my podcast on the 12th. And you said, okay. Rawr. Uh, thank you, John. You moving the meter for my Patreon is exceptional. I appreciate that. Corey says, John used gay as an insult. Cute. I know. You see, that's what I'm talking about. He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand how much of a problem that is. This is the same guy who uh, uh, every time he says the N-word, he hits the beat button. That's so great, John. It's so funny. What an idiot. Even the racists don't find that funny. It's not even clever. God damn. All right, where am I? Um, okay, so I covered the Fat Fuck Summit. I covered uh, Up North Brian. I kind of want to get into Dave Portnoy, who I really find him funny. They're going through a rough spot there at uh, at Barstool. They massive amount of layoffs. Portnoy sold the company for a ton of money to some investor way back. And then he bought the company back for $1. And I don't know why that is. There's got to be something legal. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to get out from under it. And one of the things he had to do was eliminate a lot of jobs, which is horrible. Uh, Dave, of course, has uh, made a name. Part of it is doing his uh, one-bite reviews. And um, so... Excuse me, Aram says, is John capable of having a point-counterpoint debate or does he just interrupt? I don't know. I don't know. I just know he says he's a grizzly bear rawr, and he's going to get me canceled. And and he told me that he's got, just wait, I got big, big stuff planned. Okay. Please, please do. Mitch. Wow. He writes, John, do you have the face of a man? I don't see any bone structure left. You pie faced fuck. That's that's uh, Mitch is going for the jugular, John. I, I, I don't know if I can get behind that comment. That's a little that's a little too much. Who am I kidding? fantastic I, I pinned it now how do I unpin it All right. Fuck it. going for the jugular I couldn't find it if I tried alright this is uh, so um, Portnoy does a one bite review Hold on, this is getting good now. John says, hey, Mitch, I can drop my pants and show you what I am. Do you want to show Mitch your dick? Is that what you... Hold on a minute. 
he just made a joke about how fat you are in the face. And you said you want to show him show him your cock. What? What are you doing? I, I, he says, well, if he's confused. No, no, he's, he's not. He was just saying you're really fat. That's it. I mean, and let's come on. You are. You are. You are fat. Who cares? So am I. That's why this is called the Fat Fuck Summit. Maybe just say, yeah, so what? I'm fat. But instead, you want to show him your penis? Corey says, uses gay as an insult, then jumps at the first opportunity to show another man his cock. John! Yeah, I don't know if I would have played the show you my cock card. That is, that's weird, John. Up North, Justin says, John, doesn't that go against all your bigot views on things? John, you got so many things I want to hear. I'm actually really interested in, in finding out what, what questions you have that you want. Because you said to Bob, hey, yo, I want to talk about Eric's daughter. He put it out there. He put it out there. And I'm not arguing that. I'm like, I get it. But what? What? What is there to talk about? Bob was like, eh, I'm not too comfortable with it. Uh, which he has permission to talk about. I just don't know what you want to talk about. You're probably going to try to uh, belittle her the same way you are Dylan Mulvaney, who, let's be honest here, this is just a YouTuber who, to a lot of, I'm guessing little people, young people, not midgets, uh, young people, is hilarious. They love Dylan Mulvaney. Mulvaney um, has made a fortune in playing the character on the YouTube videos. And then at the same time, uh, he's going to go ahead and, uh, and, and, and get the case of beer sent her way, I should say. And then, uh, all right, there we go, off and running. And then every, all of a sudden, everybody hates her. John says, I'm absolutely not going to belittle your daughter. Yeah, I, I didn't, I don't think so. I'm guessing, I'm guessing that that's true. I just don't know what you meant when you said, well, I'm going to talk about it. What, what could there possibly be to talk about? You know who you might talk about? You might want to talk about, I bet she, I'll, yes, yes, there it is. I was going to say the same thing to you. I want to talk about Ash, my daughter's boyfriend. You might have questions about that. Yeah, I encourage that. I'll answer anything. And so would he, frankly. People like you can't get over the hump that these people, transgender people, have been here forever. Um, But it's just now that they're finally able to step out. They finally found the courage. Uh Uh-oh, you're misgendering Ash. That's a big no-no these days, John. You can't do that. Ash is becoming a boy right now as we speak. But this is why it's called the bigot bumper. uh, Bigot bunker, excuse me, is because you're misgendering. That's your, you don't like that. It makes you uncomfortable. 
And it shouldn't because it's not your business. It's, it's Ash's business. It's really not a big deal. But, okay, so in the last, since just in this chat, you um, insulted Dylan Mulvaney, transgender person. You insulted my daughter's boyfriend, who's becoming a man right now. Um, and then you said to another guy, you want to show him your dick. This is not hard. This is out. This is awesome. Patreon, Patreon, September 12th. Thank you, John. All right. I got to get to this Portnoy thing. Linda says, Eric asked John. How in any way transgender people affect his life. God damn it. And that's what a lot of people who think like you and I, Linda, ask. So what does it matter to you? Why does that, what does that do to you? Why do you feel the need to bring these people to their knees? Uh, these people who in a lot of cases, their families abandon them. They hate on them. Um, their lives are turned upside down. And you feel the need to join right in. I don't get it. <laughs> and like a true showman, he says, show up on the 12th and I will tell you. All right. Thank you. He describes it as live action role playing. Ooh, that's horrible. That's a horrible thing to say. It's good that you're in your own little neck of the woods. I can't, I don't want to try to convince you. And the question was, how does it affect you though? How does it affect you? And I bet you, you can't come up with a good answer. Okay. Let's just, let's just humor you and say it is, it's LARPing. John, how does it affect you though? I mean, I don't agree with you that it is. And I haven't, if you haven't, I mean, I haven't walked in their shoes. I've only talked to a transgender person about what life is like before they start transitioning. And I've taken, um, their, their word for it about how horrible of an existence that they live in. Um, I don't think you've ever done that. And I don't know why you can't just believe them. John says it doesn't affect me. I just comment on it. Okay. Brandis says, I hate that this puke is getting all this attention he so craves. I am disgusted by all this bigoted rhetoric. Super fucking gross. All right. You know what? You're right. That's it. No more. We've sold it enough. Fine. Dave Portnoy takes a bite out of a pizza. You know what? Actually, John, uh, sorry, I'm going to. I'm going to silence you for a little bit just so everybody can enjoy the rest of the show. I'm doing, I'm not doing that because I'm like pissed at you. I'm just giving you 10 minutes. Because <clears throat> everybody hates you. That's the thing. Everybody hates your guts, unfortunately. And they can't wait, but they can't wait for you to get on here on Patreon to make your, to embarrass yourself even more. 
Um, Portnoy takes a bite out of a pizza and then he rates it. He doesn't like this pizza. Watch what happens. Six, right? I saw it six four, which isn't great for me, no. Yeah, but again, six, it may be like Dom of the year every oh, year. Yeah. Very thin. I don't know. Phenomenal in the case. Now I don't know if we're a little late because I was changing my shirt, so the video looked different. I went to this uh, like vintage Buffalo Exchange across the street, across the street, across the street. Uh, I picked this out. Kind of vibing, like, right? 13 bucks, great purchase. Like, I would be buying this anyways. It was either that or the old school Camby shirt. So I kind of bought both. I can't make decisions. Anyways, uh, if you're into the vintage shit, good shit. Anyways, the pizza looked phenomenal. I don't know how long it was sitting there. It looked, I'm going to be honest, it looked better in the case. It looked more well done in the case than this one. Um, so we'll see what we got. One bite, everyone knows the rules. It is very thin. I don't know. Okay, now the owner is watching this as he's doing it. We fucked him, Austin, because this thing's a super floppy. And you said this had 50 reviews in an eight, right? That's on the One Bite app. One Bite app rarely, rarely is off. I do smell the Parmesan. Let's see what we got. Oh, it's a floppy mess. Strong Parmesan. Like the Parmesan is, come on right through. People, uh, it's the neck of the woods. What's going on there? They're, they're really holding up traffic. People don't want to go. I love this guy. I know he's an asshole, but I love him. Strong Parmesan. This is an acquired taste. Like if you get this, know you're going to get hit with a left, right in the face with Parmesan. I'm not the biggest parm guy. Wow. I just don't like parm. So I'm going to go, how do you score that? Because if you like parm, fine. If you don't, I don't. 6-4. I know it's way off. Yo, Dave, right? Yeah. What's good, man? What's going on? Nice to walk Boston, man. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Have I been to where? Yeah, I used to live in Davis Square, which we're currently in. All right, I'm about to head. Chef where? you private chef. Oh, all right. I used to work here. It may have been our fault because it may have been sitting for a bit. I used to make these. So I used it at six, right? I saw it six four, which isn't great for me, no. Yeah, but again, it may have been, it looked better in the in the case. It's like oh best God, of boss and all this you. stuff. Okay, now out comes the owner. Thank you, I appreciate that. Dave. Yes. Enjoy your pizza as any customer, but I don't appreciate what you do coming in and judging a business with one bite. Well, well, we do more. Is this your spot? This is my spot. Oh. I hope you enjoy your pizza, but I don't appreciate what you do to small businesses. Well, I help. The good news is I, I don't see it that way. Terrible school. That guy. Dom of the Year, can I ask you? Yeah. What was his problem? I don't like, know. I'm actually helped so many small businesses. Yeah. This bit, now I can say peacefully, this pizza's trash. I did say it used to work. <laughs> dragon pizza, dragon pizza's so good. Try it. Try it, tell me it's good. I've tried it before, it's good. And they have really good gelato and stuff. I'll try it. I just stopped. Um, it's fair. I'm it's like, what are your biggest fans? I'm like, McKendu, I almost just shipped. Look at this dude, three hot chicks are throwing themselves at him. When I saw you. Honest score here. Too farmy and floppy for me. It does parmy. Yeah. It is parmy. 
Thank God I didn't say it was good. I'm too nice. I actually gave this no joke. I try to give everybody good scores. I gave this place like maybe the worst score I've given in a long time, and then the owner came out was an asshole. So it has to like work out. I, I don't like floppy. I don't like floppy. Yeah. Okay, he's coming back. Let me be a little clearer. Move on. Don't stand in front of my business. Let me be clear. Fuck Let you. me be clear. <laughs> Here. Fuck Get you. the fuck out of front of my you. business. Fuck you. I'm a public street, you motherfucker. Yeah, but it's this a my public business. street. This can, ain't your business. Yeah, but this is my business. It, 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 fuck you. Fuck you. Police. He's right across the street. Go get him. What are you going to tattle me off or stand on the public street? Just being a fucking your, bitch. Your shirt's six sizes too small, Fatso. Oh. <laughs> That's a shirt I would wear, too. That's the way I look. Just go fuck yourself and you the whole go. fucking platform you're on. Oh, you don't like the platform. You're a joke to me, dude. You know what? You're Take making your a joke. Take fucking show and your fucking game and go somewhere else. Blah, blah, blah. I, By the way, I've raised what? $50 million for small business. You're, you're all talk, dude. $50 million? That's that. Yes. Dave has done a lot for us, especially during the pandemic. That all talk? Yeah, kind of like that New York Times article. Here we go. Here exactly. we go. Your exactly. shirt's six sizes too small. I don't care. I lose some weight. You're a fucking joke. You, oh, you work hard? Yeah, maybe. My shit, dude. How? Tell me how. You're a fucking clown. How? I run a business. I work hard. I so uh, yeah, that's my business twice. Hundred million, four hundred million bought back for a buck. That's a clown. <laughs> Everything since I got in this business that you represent. It's an embarrassment. Like what? Business. Like raising 50 million for small everything. business? Name everything. Name it. Everything. You haven't named one thing. Game. You haven't named one thing. I make pizza. It's great. It sucks, You're actually. You're a fucking joke. Name one thing. Name one thing, asshole. You've given up too. I've given up too much. Of my All you've said is everything, everything. Name one thing. You're a fucking Name joke. Name one thing. Clown. I love million dollars worth of game. The best. I like how Dom of the Year just slides right back in like mid-convo. Great people. Um, this guy ain't great. You work for that clown? Oh, now the guy's getting his phone out. Did you know him? He's a piece of shit. This guy's a real fucking piece of shit. I am. I'm minding my own business doing review. This is me posting you telling you to. Oh, you're posting me, buddy. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Love your shit. Yes, let's do it. I love Soba. Oh my god, I'm gonna mess anyone. Okay, my boyfriend's gonna die. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I love this shit. I love Portnoy. God damn it, does he make me laugh? Fuck. Oh, was that a that was a that was a ass kicking. <clears throat> Excuse me. <coughs> yeah. He is of course he's a douchebag. He knows that. The zoom in on the shirt. Dude doesn't, don't take a run at a professional shit talker. He went full Boston on him. God, is that sweet. Man, I love that. Uh, TikTok pulled down that video for some reason. Yeah, I, I pulled it off of Dave's YouTube uh, channel. One bite reviews. Oh, man. Big fan of Dave. Big fan. Okay, we got to get into this Burning Man thing, um, but I got to pee. I'm sorry. You guys, well, let me see. Is John still here? He probably left because I'm not talking about him now. No, he's still here. By the way, John, 
When you said, I checked Eric's show to see if he's talking about me. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about you. That's not narcissistic. Narcissistic is a little bit more involved in that. And I, I don't think you know what narcissistic means just to see if people want to. That's just being interested. God damn, it's okay. I know you love the show. Hang on, I got to go pee. Uh, John, talk to all your friends here that love you. Ryan says narcissistic. Having an excessive or erotic interest in oneself and one's physical appearance. That, John, is the definition of a narcissist. If you are a narcissist, you're a bad narcissist because that would mean you have an erotic interest in your physical appearance. And if we're talking appearances, Yours may be right in line with the former Zaniacs. I mean, you would you would blend in nicely with those people. I mean, you've seen what they're made of. It's very suspect. They're ugly, ugly, fat, disgusting, addicted, tooth-rotten people. So, just saying. Careful what you wish for. So the Burning Man Festival, 70,000 people are there. Music, art, uh, hippies in the middle of the Burning Rock Desert. And then it rained. They get three months worth of rain in uh, less than a day. The deluge causes the, um, well, the sandy, dusty area to become like uh, mortar. It's just thick, heavy-duty um, uh, mud that you can't get out of. Uh, there's a clip going around of some guy in his, uh, um, I think it's a Dodge TRX, which is a fantastic pickup truck with a gigantic motor. Uh, and it turns out more than 700 horsepower. Uh, this is how this guy had to get out of there. Thank God he spent, they, they wrote in this video, thank God a guy spent $120,000 on his truck. He's pulling a, a travel trailer. That is a commercial for a, a Dodge truck, a Dodge Ram. Oh, no, he's fine. Holy shit. He's got to do that for miles to get to the one paved road. That's what Burning Man is. They basically, uh, they, they have this spot where they do it. And um, people just show up there. They line their RVs, some in tents. And uh, for, for the weekend before Labor Day, that's, that's what goes on. And so this rain shows up and they, they announce Burning Man is off. No one can come in. No one can leave. Just stay where you are. Don't move. This was ugly. Holy shit. 
Um, here's a uh, more thorough report as to uh, what happened at Burning Man. Tonight, after a biblical deluge turned the Burning Man Look festival that into a muddy quagmire, the exodus. Like Mad Max. Mad Max, no, no public announcements, no infrastructure, no information. The annual counterculture event. Was there a little kid throwing a boomerang? Typically draws over. Look at, look at that, though. My God. And I think the man is in the middle there. You see this little orange spot? That's where the, uh, the effigy is there, that they, that they end up lighting on fire. It actually looks pretty damn cool. I, I don't think I would ever want to be anywhere near a place like that. But um, 70,000 people turning the Black Rock Lake bed into a self-sufficient metropolis, ending with burning a giant statue of a man. But this year, the desert pummeled with three months worth of rain in just a matter of hours. Those monsoonal rains changed everything, turning this lake bed. Okay, that, that camper there. I mean, those things barely move. That's similar to what we have. Barely move on concrete, let, al <laughs> let alone that. Into a mud pit that traps everything, RVs, shoes, people. But now the roads have dried out enough that that exodus has begun. It stretches across the horizon, trucks, RVs, bikes, cars. It's a mile and a half long. Look at that. It's like five or six wide for that long. And I think it's, it's got, I think it got a lot longer. Some of it goers duct taping shoes, others wearing plastic bags. Many just going barefoot. We walked three miles now, we got like big five more. Chris Rock and world famous DJ Diplo hitching a ride in the back of a pickup after walking for miles. Siblings Jared and Carly Goldberg documenting the mucky past few days, cars spinning out in the clay. Finally, they made it out today. No thanks to the organizers, they said. There's the cars driving around, no rules. Um, no rules, no streets. Yeah, everyone for themselves. Well, what the fuck do you expect? Why would you blame the organizers? What's the organizers going to do? Stop the fucking rain, you idiot. The storm is part of a monsoonal system that inundated the region, including Las Vegas, where at least that one shit. person drowned. And at Burning Man over the weekend, officials say they're investigating a death during the storm. Rachel, this traffic jam behind me is now three miles long. Look at that thing. And it continues to grow. This is why event organizers have asked folks to delay departure until tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know why anybody would, I mean... All that fuel you're burning, just waiting. Just wait there for if you're gonna either you're gonna wait in line all day or w wait in the parking spot where you were. And I mean, what the fuck? Why would you do that? But as you can see, that line stretching all the way there, folks are not listening. They're telling us they just want to go home, Rachel. And only growing right now. By the way, I would be so tempted to just do just peel across this fucking thing. At a high rate of speed. I mean, thank you. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything more unappealing than Burning Man. I don't even like to go to a club to see, like, my favorite band play. My God. Cole says, isn't no rules the point of the thing? Right. Uh, I, I, they, they always preach at that thing that what you do, um, and you, you, you have to bring all your shit and it's supposed to be like, yeah, we're getting away. We're off the grid. We're self-sustaining. But every person there pulls up in like a hundred thousand dollar motorhome. 
it's they're not exactly roughing it. If you, this thing is an unbelievable money making venture, all you do is you go to the middle of nowhere, you spend thousands of dollars. The average person is spending on Burning Man to and from is several thousand dollars. Okay, they get there, they just show up, they meet other people, they screw. And uh, they watch this fucking thing go up in flames. I can't think of anything I would uh, I, I would I would want to do least. My God, not for me. No way, man. Uh, that's what happens when influencers take over a counterculture festival, says Chris. All right, that is outrageous quite a thing there were some deaths over the weekend uh, Jimmy Buffett died Jimmy Buffett at the time of his death uh, he's worth more than a billion dollars uh, never before has someone made so much money uh, making such a product that is such a pile of shit I've never liked any of Jimmy Buffett's music. His island tropic sound. Apparently the tropics, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure the tropics got to him a little too much though because he died of a rare skin cancer that only 3,000 people are diagnosed to having every year. Uh, Merkel cell skin cancer or something like that. Merkel cell car- carcinoma. Um, it looks like if you got one of these, you better you better get your ass to the doc. It looks like uh, sexy voice Andrea's nipple. Especially with the hairs coming out of it. You get one of these deals, you, you, don't, you don't want this. A shiny or pearly lesion or nodule found on the skin, usually in areas that are frequently exposed to the sun. So Jimmy Buffett, no doubt, a little bit too much exposure to the sun for his island music or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, my God. Uh, speaking of culture that his music was an entire culture thing. You had the Margaritaville. I think he had like eight big hits. Nick, I don't, I, what is that you're writing? I don't, I don't get it. Wasting away in macro in Invaville. Wait. Is that a is that a word that has something to do with cancer? Yeah, nobody likes those fucking songs. I take it back. Everybody likes those fucking songs. I don't like those fucking songs. Cheeseburger in paradise and fins to the left, fins to the right, and come Monday. Wasting away in Carcinomaville. That's what he wanted to say. Thank you. That's horrible. He's been fighting cancer for four years. Rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. That is not the best uh, eulogy. Also dying, Steve Harvey. If you didn't know that Steve Harvey died... Like, let's say he died one minute ago and I just found out and I said, hey, everybody, Steve Harvey 
Wait, is that his name? Am I getting it right? I'm sorry. Steve Harwell. God damn it. Steve Harvey is the black guy who does Family Feud. He's not dead. Steve Harwell is. See, that's my point. I didn't, when they said, hey, man, Steve Harwell died. I was like, who the fuck is Steve Harwell? And then they said, you know, Smash Mouth. Hey, now, you're a rock star. Get your game on. Get and I went, okay. And then I saw this picture. Steve Harwell, right there. And I go, well, I, I don't recognize him. And someone said, oh, yeah, you see, uh, that was when his liver was was failing from years of alcohol abuse. So he lost a bunch of weight. This is him when, what, people remember Steve Harwell as. This guy right here. All right. They remember the fat dude singing, hey, now you're a rock star, uh, shape of an L on his forehead. Um, This dude, he became a rock star. He actually became a, hey, now he's a rock star. And then he immediately started living in excess. And he's had like a fucking terrible life. So he's you know top of the charts with uh, with various songs of Smash Mouth. In fact, the one song is used in the Shrek movie. This guy should be worth, in my opinion, this guy should be worth more than Buffett, you know. But instead of making blenders and Hawaiian shirts and uh, uh, restaurants called Cheeseburger in Paradise, um, Steve Harwell was getting fucked up. And then his liver was destroyed. And that's what killed him. Dead at like 55. Some shit like that. Way too young to die. This guy, I'm telling you, he had a baby. And then at um, like six months old, the kid died of leukemia. This guy has had nothing but anguish since he got famous. Some seriously fucked up shit has happened to Steve Harwell. A uh, six, uh, six-month-old child passed away, and uh, then he just started to get fucked up, drinking all the time, and uh, that ultimately is, is what killed him. My God. He actually retired from the va- uh, band a few years ago because he just couldn't do it anymore. This is why I'm so happy that the NFK quit drinking. Not everybody can do that. But he pulled it off. Rest in peace to Jimmy Buffett and Steve Harwell. The Grim Reaper gets another one. Um, I did not yet get to how I lost my Pooh Bear points two days in a row. All of them. I did not get into Easy Lumberjack. I did get into Steve Harvey uh, slash Harwell dying. I did not get into NFL football player Eli Apple and the bounty that has been put on his head by the mother of his baby. She actually said, I will pay all legal costs if anyone hurts Eli Apple of the Dolphins. If you hurt him, 
I will take care of all your fees from your suspensions and fines. It's fucking incredible. You won't believe what this asshole did to piss this woman off. This is really, really bad. Hire me on Cameo to rip John a new one. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hire me to rip on your favorite former Zaniac. Could be Adam the Odd. Could be uh, Pellerito. Could be the, uh, the, the, the Andrea and Jason. Could be uh, 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 Jessica and Melinda. And uh, Kate. Could be uh, the Krantz. Um, the Krantz's husband. I don't know who else. Who else do we include in that? Oh, Dean. Boring Dean. Holy shit. Oh, and uh, uh, Lonely Nick. Lonely Nick. Holy shit. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Call up Dale if you want to get some power washing done. Superior cleaning and power washing. 231-740-4098. Thank you much to, uh, thank you very much to Superior cleaning and power washing. 231-740-4098. Now, snow removal. You better get on the phone now. We're in September. It won't be long before the snow is flying if you want Dale to plow the place for you. Uh, call him up. Make it happen. And uh, we'll make that a reality. 231-740-4098. I'm looking for new sponsors. If you need uh, someone to talk about your business, reach out to me, eric at ericzancho.com. Finally, Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider, provider <laughs> for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Blue Frost IT online at bluefrostit.com. Call them at 616-285-50. Uh, there is zero chance that I have a uh, dry erase marker in front of me. Maybe I can get it. Hang on. Sorry, O'Neill. No, I'm screwed. I left it in the camper. Uh, well, you know, a lot of people are going to say John is the asshole of the day. And I, I don't really think that John, I think that John would get asshole of the day just for the bigoted shit. I mean, that, that kind of always moves somebody up to the top, you know? Uh, so one half of the fat fuck summit, Jamingo, is your asshole of the day today. And John, again, that's not narcissistic. You need to look up words before you start using them. Okay. Brandis says not him. He loves that. Yeah, I know. But I didn't, I mean, I'm, I'm not in the business of, hey, let's just go ahead and not give him attention. I mean, if it's newsworthy, it has to be. I can't, I, all I do is call it as I, as I see it. You know, he's an asshole and he's the asshole of the day. I must keep the asshole of the day true to form as to how it is. You know, I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the spirit of the show. Yeah. He doesn't know what narcissistic means. He doesn't know what doxing means. What an idiot. Rawr, I'm a grizzly bear. Can you imagine going through your life that ignorant? So glad the show is where it is now without all those scumbags. Fuck them. Talk to you on the Patreon. Bye-bye.